The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. I think something like 7 out of 10 races are won by the Democrat. So you can't tell someone not to question an election when the Democrats, every time the count goes for weeks and weeks and days, and then you, the Democrat somehow always wins. And a lot of these, the Republican is winning on the night of the election, and then after a week later, oh, look at all these ballots that were found. Now, I am not saying there was... Uh, straight up uh, Victor, you've got something going on with your microphone. I don't understand why why we can't have these states can't count. Um, it, it really is just amazing to me but when i talk about us excuse me being a first-rate country we're the one we're the country that that we're the innovators we're the country that has you know you're on an apple phone because of capitalism you're you're enjoying so many things because of capitalism that comes from the united states but somehow we have states in this country that can't count i mean this is really 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 ridiculous folks so we We've got to get to a point where each state needs to fix their counting system. Now, I am going to just inject right here because some people don't realize it, but some people are out, are so disgusted with the elections that they're, they're calling for a, a national takeover of elections. And that's the worst thing we could do. The last thing we want to do in this country is give the bureaucracy in Washington control over our election system. That is the absolute last thing to do. If we, the people, give the Washington bureaucracy, and that means you're going to give election control to Democrats, then you won't fraud. My goodness, your little complaint of fraud right now or the fraud that we do have is nothing compared to what would happen if Washington, the central government, you, you do not want a bunch of central bureaucrat planners controlling the election of all 50 states. Now, we are a republic for a reason and the founding fathers were brilliant in the fact of how they set up our election system. So each state needs to be responsible for the election count. Each state needs to be responsible for election day. That's all there is to it. That can never change. So what we the people need to do is in every state, wherever you live, if you're listening to me in California, if you're listening to me in Florida, if you're listening to me in New York, it doesn't matter. You have to get active in your state to elect state representatives and city officials and demand that they fix your voting system. And I would love to get away from from these machines. There's nothing wrong with doing paper ballots. There's nothing wrong with that. We need to figure out a better way to do this so that we can count better. And And again, the last thing you want, you do not want a Washington bureaucracy controlling the elections. If the federal government controls our elections, then you're, you're just going down the road of authoritarianism or, or all these third rate, third world countries. That's, that's the problem they have. Now you'll hear some talking heads around the, uh, the news stations and, and some other people who will tell you, oh, well, Brazil counted in one night and France counted in one night. Yeah, they did, and maybe we could take some hints from what they're doing, but they also control their voting from one area, from their central government, and we don't want to do that. There's no reason. In fact, all you have to do is look to the state of Florida. Florida can count everything and have their results by 8 or 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at the latest on election night. So if Florida can do it, so can the rest of the country. 
And so the the uh, motto for 2024 needs to be, let's make America Florida. Florida's doing it right. And I'm going to talk a little bit about Florida. But first, just let me say this before we go to uh, before we go to our first break is Thanksgiving is upon us. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you need to spend time with your family, with your friends and enjoy life. Let the politics go at least for one day. It's one day. So enjoy Thanksgiving. Go do whatever you do, whatever your, um, you know, you have, um, well, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna have a Bidenism right here. Um, uh, but you have your traditions. So enjoy those traditions. And if you don't have traditions, make traditions. And if you can't get to family, then find a friend, uh, a friend or some friends to hang out with. Enjoy it. Uh, enjoy Thanksgiving. Enjoy whatever sports maybe you're into football or if you're into soccer, listen, the soccer gods are shining right now because you have a holiday season and the World Cup. Now, I'm going to have to tread on producer Brett's attention span for a second here because, you know, he's all about hockey and he makes fun of me and my soccer. But right now, the biggest game in the world, the biggest game on the planet, the most watched sport on the planet is having their major tournament right now. And that is the World Cup. And listen, if you're in the United States, I mean, I'm just going to deviate here for a minute. Your country, the United States, we have a men's team that qualified for the World Cup and we already played a game. And we, now we tied. We played Wales yesterday and we tied. So that means we get one point. So we are, we are in, in the fight for this World Cup. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to our first break. Don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. Gee, Victor, I thought when you were building that up that the most watched and most exciting game was going to be a Texas Tech football game. Uh, you, <laughs> you know what, David? And my better half would say Texas A&M. <laughs> <laughs> did she go to A&M? She did. I did. Why did I not know that? My the, my son graduated. Yeah, and from your there. son graduated. Yeah, I think. Yep, yep. And in fact, my daughter-in-law graduated from A&M. Oh wow! They must be some good people. They are. They are. Okay. Well, we're going to take a break in spite of me. So hang in there. The liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. And that's absolutely true. And we have got to get rid of Warnock. He is a disgrace to Georgia. And, uh, you know, he shouldn't be in the Senate. Vote for Herschel Walker. We endorse Herschel Walker. And, uh, we even have a gentleman that does a show, and he knows because he does rhyme time. So you know who that is? The one, the only, Mark the Shark. Georgia, this is Mark the Shark from Bite of Reality. Hey, just wanted to give you a quick shout out and let you know, vote Herschel Walker in the upcoming elections. You need to get Herschel. He's for family values, education, small business, and pro-Israel, pro-American energy. Herschel Walker is the person you got to have. With Herschel Walker, you'll get common sense, not nonsense. Government by the people starts with Herschel. December 6th, vote Herschel Walker. Hey, folks, we are back. This is the On Point with Victor show. And uh, listen, I'm going to second to that little ad spot there you heard from Mock the Shock. 
you have to go vote a second time. I know. You're tired of voting. You're tired of hearing about it. You're tired of, tired of seeing the ads. But you've got to hang in there for, for, well, three more weeks. Um, so if you're in Georgia, and listen, we've got a lot of listeners in the state of Georgia uh, because the flagship station just happens to be right here in North Georgia. And listen, Herschel Walker has got to take this Senate seat. The last thing we want is Warnock uh, getting reelected for six years. Listen, look what the look at the damage that Warnock helped do in two years. Warnock in two years helped give us the highest inflation, the highest cost of food, gas prices through the roof. Do you want your prices and your cost of living to continue to rise? If you don't, then you need to go out and vote for Herschel Walker. Listen, I know some of you are out there and you're like, oh, it's not going to matter because the Democrats, it'll be 50-50. Well, let me tell you something. You would much rather have a 50-50 Senate with Herschel Walker being in there than to have a 51-49 or 50-50. I can count. Uh, but the point is, you do not want to give the Democrats an edge. And that is why it is so important to get Herschel Walker elected. So listen, I need you people in Georgia to get off your high horses and your morality chairs and whatever it is. Because if you truly care about the welfare of people, then you will go vote for Herschel Walker. With Herschel Walker, I know I'm going to get somebody who's going to vote for smaller government, lower taxes, uh, less spending, and he's going to vote for a, a stronger military. With Warnock, you're going to get the exact opposite. You're going to get higher gas. You're going to get higher food costs. You're going to get more inflation. You're going to get more spending. Uh, her, I mean, Warnock are, is running all these pretty nice ads about him walking a dog. Listen, let me tell you something. Warnock has never... Probably never walked a dog in his life, let alone picked up a poop bag and dropped it in a can. He's got an ad, ladies and gentlemen, where he takes a, he's holding a poop bag and throws it in the, let me tell you something. There's no way on earth that that Warnock who thinks he should be anointed bent down and picked up poop from a dog. Just not, but this is the kind of stuff they try to pull the wool over the eyes of the voters. They want you to think that Warnock is some nice guy. Warnock has the audacity in his ads to tell you that you're too moral to vote for Herschel. And at the same time, here's a guy in Warnock that hit his wife with a vehicle on purpose. Here's a guy that, that was involved with some abusing that was going on with children at a day camp. And here's a guy who was evicting people from apartment homes, low-income, poor people, from their apartment homes for missing rent by 20 bucks. And then if you go and look at those apartment homes, he's pretty much a slumlord. And I, I got, want you to know that. i got to add go to ahead, that Dave. that uh, I've tried to work with him on the uh, National Archives being closed since March the 19th of 2020, and his people are liars. He's a liar, and, you know, they'll tell you anything they think you want to hear, but then they do nothing, and that's what he's done in the Senate. Nothing, nothing except yeah. be be a blind leader for Biden and okay anything that Biden has to say. If it's Democrat, it's got to be good. The only close thing that Warnock has with a dog is that he's a lap dog for Biden. Yep. Um, there's no doubt about it. Biden's um, <laughs> Warnock is a rubber stamp for Biden. And just as David said, by um, not Biden, Warnock is not going to have any of the people of Georgia. He's not going to carry the state of Georgia and uh, and what's good for their welfare. Warnock's going to do everything he does is going to hurt the people of Georgia. So you, a voter in Georgia, if you voted two weeks ago, 
you have to vote on December 6th or or before. There's some early voting. So you but you've got to get out and vote and we've got to vote for Herschel because Warnock is a fraud. That's just, there's no other way I can put it. Um, and now, he and he uses his cross as yeah. his shield and anybody that's hypocritical enough to use your religion or a cross and you know say vote for me because I'm a minister I couldn't vote for him if you put a gun to my head yeah he's like he's like one of those guys on at one or two in the morning that's just convincing old people to send him money yeah and and here's the thing if if you have any doubt what I'm saying go look up Warnock's church and how much they're paying him monthly. And at the same time, the and, taxpayers are paying Warnock almost $200,000 a year. But he's still taking somewhere in the neighborhood of five to $7,000 a month from the parishioners of this church. And that's his living expense. Folks, this guy doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about me. He doesn't care about the the working man, as the Democrats like to call it. As a matter of fact, Warnock could care less about the poor because there are poor people all around his church. In fact, that church owns an apartment building that I spoke of earlier where they're basically slumlords with Warnock leading the way. And instead of Warnock saying, don't pay me five to $7,000 a month, because I'm getting paid by the taxpayer, let's give that money to the people who need it. Or let's help people through the church and help them pay their rent. He's not doing that, ladies and gentlemen. He's not doing that. That ought to be reason enough for you not to vote for Warnock. So take it from us here at the America's Web Radio and the On Point with Victor show. Herschel Walker needs to be elected to the Senate. You give it, I would much rather give Herschel Walker six years where he's going to get in the way of Biden. And then in 2024, he'll hopefully be a vote for smaller government, for less spending, hopefully for the fair tax when uh, Ron DeSantis gets elected or maybe President Trump. You know, I'll take either one of those guys. So, so let's vote for Herschel. So, all right, let me get back just a little bit, finish up. So, so Thanksgiving is Thursday. I want you guys to enjoy it. I want you to spend it with family. I want you to just turn off the politics. By, you by can the turn way, the politi- uh, oh, Victor, ahead, pardon me again, but, uh, I want to take this opportunity as long as you were, you'd started it with, with, uh, the, the thanks. And well, yeah, but, uh, I want to thank everybody. I own America's Web Radio, and I want to thank everybody that's tuning in and our audience that's growing almost daily and the people that have tuned in. And and uh, Victor does a wonderful show each week, and people love him, and they're tuning in both on America's Web Radio and on WSB. And I'm thankful for my thanks goes out to Victor to our doctors that do the doctor's lounge, to our guys that do the car show every Saturday morning. And they give up their Saturdays to do that. And then we've got a very special show that's going on right now called A Veteran's Place. And that's all about helping veterans that are suffering from PTSD. Dr. Don Moeller is the host of that show. And from me, I just want to thank all of the people that are involved in America's Web Radio, plus the folks that listen. You're the ones that make it possible, and I want to thank those that have donated and given through uh, becoming a patron. And uh, it it costs money to put on these shows. And, you know, I've been robbing from Peter to pay Paul for 15 years now. And uh, I want to, by the way, I want to publicly thank... Brett Allman for the job that he does as our engineer and uh, our, you know, he's just done a marvelous job since he joined us. And uh, there's so many others. I want to thank Roger, Mr. B. uh, Locked and loaded Roger. Locked and loaded Roger. And I just, I'm very thankful for 
both sides of the fence, the listeners and the people that put on the shows. We have the greatest bunch of volunteers that do shows that you can imagine. And we all work together, and it's all for the good of... We like to look at it that's not for the good of the host, but the good of the person that's listening. And we're Mm -hmm. trying to fill gaps any and everywhere we can. So happy Thanksgiving, and thank both sides of the coin, the host and the listeners from America's Web Radio. Well, thank you, David. And, And I'll second that. When I'll speak for the the hosts, not just myself, <laughs> but we thank you, David. Um, without you being here, um, none of this would be going on. And and David, you know, I'll thank you from the bottom of my heart because if it weren't for you, I wouldn't be filling in for Eric Erickson on a regular basis. Which, by the way, so I told you to turn off the politics on for on Thursday. Turn them back on on Friday because I'll be filling in for Eric Erickson across the nation from 12 to 3 Eastern Standard Time on, uh, well, you're going to have to find your station. <laughs> so, But uh, that'll be Friday on Black Friday. Hey, how come Black Friday is not racist? Hmm. Maybe we'll discuss that on Friday. But uh, but listen, folks, get out there. Enjoy your your Thanksgiving. Be thankful, as David was saying. He just went through a litany of what he's thanks, thankful for. And we here, we host, we, we thank David, we thank the station, and, and there's a lot to be thankful for. There really is. So before we go to this next break, I've gotta just jump to another topic here. So there is a breaking news story today going on right now. And listen folks, I'm gonna explain this to you when we come back from the break, but let me set this up. So the breaking news is is that Donald Trump will run as a third-party candidate if he loses to DeSantis in the primaries. Now, let me repeat that. This is breaking news right now, The and this is not Donald Trump saying this. This is Washington, D.C. saying this, is that they have buzz, which means they're making this buzz up, but the the news is is that Trump will run as a third party if he loses the primary. Now, if when when we come back, I'm going to explain to you what's going on here. Because there is a movement and a strategy being deployed by the Democrat Party and the bureaucrats in Washington that's trying to get the Republicans to react a certain way. And I'm going to tell you which way that is when we come back. So, all right, let's hit this break, and we'll be right back. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctor's conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. On August 8th, 2022, in violation of the Fourth Amendment, the FBI performed a most egregious search of a former president's home. The Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution provides that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. The Fourth Amendment originally enforced the notion that each man's home is his castle, secure from unreasonable searches and seizures of property by the government. We must take a stand and take back our country. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
Hey, folks. Okay, welcome back. So I, I want to just jump all over this. I mean, I had a couple of other things that maybe we'll get to. But listen, let me set this up. So now Washington is starting to buzz. They're feeding the media, and the media is running with this. And their their narrative is going to be that Trump is going to run as a third-party candidate. Let me tell you what they're doing. Now, you know just the other day that I think it was late on Friday, and there's a reason it was done late on Friday. But uh, Attorney General Merritt Garland, that bozo, who doesn't know how to do anything that doesn't involve politics. Well, let me tell you something. Whenever a DOJ official comes out like like Garland, who's appointed by a Democrat, whenever he comes out and starts his sentence with, I'm not being partisan, I'm separate from the White House, yeah, he's getting his orders from the White House. If you think that Joe Brandon Biden and Jill Biden and the rest of the cronies up there in D.C., did not know that Merrick Garland was going to appoint another special counsel to investigate the Trumps. This was all by design. They had this card just waiting to lay it down on the table. So let me explain. Here's what the Democrats are doing. This is their strategy. So I want you as a listener, listen, this is why so many of you listen to me, so I can keep you up to date and and hopefully give you an insight that you're not going to get anywhere else. There's a lot of other uh, hosts around that are going to jump on this and they're going to they're going to eat it up without analyzing it. But you're going to get analy- a good analyzation. <laughs> you're going to get a good uh, assessment of the situation from me because I don't look to each side um well let's just say this i'm not beholden to each side any side so this is what the democrats are doing the democrats want donald trump to be the nominee for 2024 let me repeat that the democrats and yes you heard me correct the democrat party the left-wing media the 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 um mainstream so-called mainstream media they want donald trump to be the nominee listen cnn msnbc and all those channels all the the left-wing mainstream media they were dying and in 2016 when trump was nominated to be the republican nominee for president that boosted all the left-wing media their their ratings went off the charts and it's been Trump, Trump, Trump ever since. So now that their ratings are du- taking a dump again, they want Trump back. So trust me when I tell you, there is a group of people that want Trump back just as much as the Trump voter who is beholden and loyal to him. And that's the left-wing media and the Democrats that are all around Joe Biden. Look, the the one thing that the Democrats always do is they always overstep. Anytime they win an election, or in this case last Tuesday, it was kind of a draw, but a, but on the losing side. And it's a losing side because the Republicans won the House. They didn't win the Senate. The Democrats held the Senate. So that's a victory for them. But they lost the House. But they're taking the victory in the Senate as a victory overall. And now they're marching forward, and they think they're going to be able to march to 2024 with Joe Biden leading the way. It's not going to happen, but that's what they think. And they figure they can beat Donald Trump. Donald Trump's the guy they can beat. Now, unfortunately, and I'm going to tell you the – okay, not unfortunately that I'm going to always tell you the truth. But unfortunately, there is some news about Trump that I'm just going to have to tell you. You guys know that have listening to me for a long time that I, I, I have no problem with Trump. I love President Trump. I think he was a great president and he could be a great second term president. But he has some issues and they're brought on by, by him. He brings them on himself. And if you look in the data from two weeks ago, there were problems with some of the Trump back candidates, which means the Trump message is not breaking through to the independents. And that's a problem. 
And so the Democrats think they're going to seize on this. So when you see these stories come out, like this story today that says Trump's going to run as a third party, listen, Trump is not going to run as a third party. He loves this country too much. I don't think he'll do it. Now, he will troll this story, and he will make you think that he's going to run as a third party because Trump will do the same thing that the Democrats are trying to do. See, the Democrats are trying to get the Republican voter to rally behind Trump. That is why they did this special counsel last Friday. Listen, the Democrats know that they're not going to get Trump on any trumped up <laughs> trumped up charge. They're not going to put him in jail. They're not going to stop him from running from president. The reason why they announced a special counsel to investigate Trump, one, is to waste taxpayer money and to get their lawyer friends rich. Two, it's because they think the Republican voter will rally behind Trump. Because there's one person that emerged two weeks ago on Tuesday night by 10 o'clock at night. This man emerged as the biggest threat to the Democrat power hold. This man emerged as the one person that Democrats fear the most and they're fearing him more and more every day. And that man is Ron Florida. DeSantis. That guy is on a trajectory that I don't think even Donald Trump can stop. And the media sees this. The Democrats see this. The Washington bureaucracy sees this. Now, I myself, you guys know that have been listening to me for a long time. I have been a Ron DeSantis fantasy since he won in 2018. I saw something in him back then. And and now the rest of the country is starting to see it. Ron DeSantis is the man that I think that can unite the Republican vote, the Trump vote, the independent vote, and absolutely trounce the Democrats. But we're going to have to get to that point. And I have no problem with Trump running. I, I'm not going to be one of these people out there who wants to jump on DeSantis's train just because he's on the ascension. I've been on the DeSantis train since it got started, but I don't have a problem with Trump. I love this country. And the great thing about this country is that if you want to run for president, you can run for president. If you've got the money to run for president, you can run for president. That's a great thing about this country. So we're going to have a primary and we'll have a primary fight. I would only hope that Trump keeps the tone that he had the other night when he announced that he's running for president. When when Donald Trump announced his candidacy the other night, he had a tone that if he had have held after 2020, he would be running away with this. But he didn't have that tone until last week. So if he keeps the tone, he's got a good chance of winning. If he doesn't keep this tone and he starts attacking DeSantis, DeSantis is probably going to run away with this primary. But here's the thing to understand. Donald Trump was going to probably take this story that's coming out of Washington that's completely made up. I promise you it's made up that he'll run as a third party because Donald Trump wants to rally the Republican voters behind him. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, put yourself in the shoes of Donald Trump. He's, he's a, this is a man who became the most unlikely president. And then he did something that no one expected him to do. He governed as a conservative. Donald J. Trump ran and governed as a conservative. No one believed he would do it, but he did. From 2016 to 2020, we had an amazing uh, policy leader in Donald Trump. And I'm not afraid to say that, and I'm not afraid to recognize it. Donald Trump's downfall was the virus, the China virus, and then some of the, let's just face it, some of his tweets and some of the way he goes after people. That didn't help him. Now, the big downfall after 2020 was 
continuing to rehash the election of 2020. I know there were shenanigans. We don't need to rehash that. But the Constitution is very solid. There was no way we were going to be able to redo 2020. And let's, so for lack of anything better way to put it, we just had Biden won. And what Trump should have done after 2020 was say, okay, ladies and gentlemen, we know there were shenanigans. This didn't go our way. We've got to do a better job. We're going to revamp and we're going to plug forward and we're going to beat the pants off the Democrats in 2022 and in 2024. If he had done that, I think we would have had a big different election last Tuesday and Trump would be on his way to 2024 blowout. But he didn't do that. So, okay. So that's fine. So here we are today and we got to go forward. And Donald Trump has every right to run again. But when I say put yourself in his shoes, this is what I mean. Donald Trump had to fight the media. He had to fight the Democrats and he had to fight the establishment Republicans. And he still governed from 2016 to 2020 better than just about any other president we've had. And he's, and no president has ever had to take the fire that Donald Trump was taking. So, all right, let's take this break here. When we get back, I'll get into a little bit more about this. We'll be right back. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. And Crankshaft Magazine, for you car lovers, makes a wonderful Christmas gift. And if um, someone's out there that's got a uh, car lover on their Christmas list, Crankshaft Magazine, that's where you want to go. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. I just love pointless music. (laughs) If you guys don't know, that name of that band for my bumper music is Pointless. Um, All right, folks, now listen. I've got a very good uh, listener who's out in Duluth who just chimed in with a very good question. What are the MAGA voters going to do, those those hardcore MAGA voters? And this is what I'm going to tell you. If Ron DeSantis wins the primary, I have no doubt in my mind that the MAGA voter will go with DeSantis. Because right now, and it's, it's in the data, if you look at the, the polling that's been going on with, uh, anywhere Trump goes, and they do polling with the MAGA voters, the second choice, overwhelmingly, for the MAGA voter is Ron DeSantis. So Ron DeSantis has already had the the reputation of being the second Trump, just with with tact. 
Um, um, and and I, you're going to hear people say that that Ron DeSantis is the intelligent Trump. Listen, anybody who says Donald Trump is not intelligent is out of your mind. You don't get to where Donald Trump is by not being intelligent. So I'm not going to go down that road. But what I will say is there's a difference between Trump's personality and his tactfulness versus Ron DeSantis and his tactfulness. And I, I'm, this is why the entire establishment in Washington is scared out of their minds about Ron DeSantis. Because Ron DeSantis is MAGA, but he has the country behind him. People are rallying behind DeSantis. And this is what, and, and this includes the Hispanic vote and the black vote. And this is terrifying the Democrats. The Democrats can't pin the racist tag on DeSantis. They can't pin all the things they pinned on Trump. They can't pin these on DeSantis. That doesn't mean they're not going to try to pin them on DeSantis, but they can't. And Ron DeSantis has a way that he battles the media, but with such tactfulness and such skill that it's fun to watch. And it doesn't turn voters off. It actually makes voters gravitate to Ron DeSantis. And, and I'm, I'm just, this is just something that's happening and we're seeing it. And we, we saw it Tuesday night two weeks ago. Ron DeSantis won by 20 plus points. And he won the Hispanic vote, the Latino vote, I should say. And he won a lot of the black vote. He's doing things that Donald Trump hasn't really been able to, to do since 2016. So that's, that's something going in DeSantis's way. Plus you don't have the kind of night that DeSantis had and not run for president. So I mean, the, the people are pulling Trump, uh, I'm sorry, they're pulling DeSantis into the race for 2024 and the donors so I'll tell you something else. The mega donors are already leaving Trump and dumping money into DeSantis. So you've already got that happening. And and here's some more anecdotal evidence for you. And listen, anecdotal evidence as it builds becomes data. The ana let me repeat that. The anecdotal evidence that we're seeing will become the data. That's how data's formed. And in Iowa, the the Iowa caucus right now, Ron DeSantis has surpassed Donald Trump. A few weeks ago, Donald Trump was leading by well into the double digits. And now Ron DeSantis has surpassed Trump in the Iowa caucus poll. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. So this is why you're starting to see these these made up stories. They're trying to create a narrative coming out of Washington, and this is why you saw the special counsel be uh, announced to investigate Trump. They're trying to rally the voter, the Republican voter, behind Trump. The Washington establishment, the Democrats, and the media do not want Ron DeSantis to run away with this. They want Donald Trump to be the nominee. The media, they're not, let's put it this way. They're smart enough to know, and the Democrats are smart enough to know, that 2024 is going to be either Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis. And they don't want Ron DeSantis. They think they can beat the guy that they beat once. And, and they're terrified at what Ron DeSantis did in Florida. Listen, two weeks ago, a red tsunami did build, and then it crashed in Florida. You know, there's some funny memes out there that said Ron DeSantis is a selfish guy because he he kept the tidal wave for himself. He kept the red wave for himself. Now, it's kind of funny because it is kind of what happened. The red wave roared through Florida and elevated DeSantis to such a level. And then it came into Georgia and it elevated Kemp and then it kind of dissipated. And that's why we didn't win as big as the Republicans wanted to win. 
So that's just the way this happens. I mean, there are, you can delve into the data. What's the next show? We'll do that. We'll, we'll get into some more data about, about election night. But right now, let's just, let me put some of you at ease because I'm getting more and more listeners reach out to me right now that are terrified about Trump running as a third candidate now that I brought that news to light. But trust me, Donald Trump loves this country. He really loves this country. And I think Donald Trump knows he can fix it. And and I will tell you this. There are only two people, I believe, that can fix this country. One is Donald Trump. The second is Ron DeSantis. Now, I love Ted Cruz. I like Tom Cotton. Um, there's a, there's a few good Republicans. I love Jim Jordan. I love Ron, uh, Rand Paul. But there's two guys that I trust dealing with a Washington swamp. And that's Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis. And I'm not afraid to say it. I, I just, I, I would not trust any other Republican with doing what needs to be done in the Washington swamp. But I trust Trump. And I trust Ron DeSantis. So again, I don't mind Trump running again because if you were in his shoes and you were treated the way he was treated, not just during his presidency, but ladies and gentlemen, the man hasn't been president for two years and they won't leave him alone and they won't leave his family alone. So you have to understand Trump knows he can fix things in this country. And he's probably tired of being treated like dirt. And so he figures, I'll show you I'm going to run again. So I don't blame him. I really don't. If the media had have ignored Trump after 2020, he probably would have gone away. He probably would have gone away. He would have said, you know what? I'm going to be 80 years old. We don't need another oxygenitarian. <laughs> Man, I tell you, I sound like Joe Biden. But I can promise you that Trump was probably saying, yeah, we don't need another 80-year-old. But the fact that they won't leave him alone is probably why he's running again. And he knows he can fix this. Ladies and gentlemen, when Donald Trump left the presidency, even with the China virus, this country was on the ascension. We were energy independent. We were strong. We were respected by the world. No one, no one, that peep squeak Kim Jong-il wouldn't dare fire missiles. And um, Putin would never have attacked Ukraine. None of that would have happened if Trump had been reelected. So I understand. I understand why Trump's going to run again. I do. And listen, if he wins, I'm with him 100%. Now, I'm not afraid to tell you. That I, I, I love Ron DeSantis also. So if Ron DeSantis wins, I'm with Ron DeSantis 100%. 100%. But don't fall for this business that Trump's going to run as a third party candidate. I'm telling you, he won't do it. Now, I do believe Donald Trump will use this news and, and flirt with the idea and make people think that he's going to run as a third candidate. To rally the Republican vote behind him so he can stop DeSantis. I believe it. Donald Trump is a winner. He wants to win the primary. Donald Trump's not running to lose. So he's going to get in the primary. Now, I hope he does not attack Ron DeSantis because I think it'll backfire on him because it backfired on him a few weeks ago when he did it. So I, but I don't know. Trump is Trump. He wants to win, and he's going to attack anybody that gets in his way. So I do think that he will he will let this rumor and this fake narrative, he'll let it brew because he wants to rally the Republican vote. But I think if he loses the primary to Ron DeSantis, I do not believe one ounce in my body that Donald Trump will run as a third candidate because he knows everybody loses then. And Donald Trump loves this country. Despite what you'll hear, I believe Trump loves the country. But that being said, don't be surprised 
if Ron DeSantis is the nominee for 2024. And don't be afraid to get behind Ron DeSantis. Um, I don't think you can get any more MAGA than me. But I am 100% on board with Ron DeSantis. Now, I yes, I will support Trump. And I don't mind Trump running. And I know Trump can do what needs to be done. But I'm also... Uh, a Ron DeSantis guy. And there's nothing wrong with being for both of them. There's nothing wrong. Because those are the two men that I would hope would work together. Because we're going to need that kind of firepower to get us out of the mess that the Democrats have put us in. Because the mess that we're in... Look, folks, you think it's bad now? And clearly it's not bad enough. I, well, I shouldn't say it's not bad enough. But it takes a while for a recession to reach people. And clearly it hasn't reached enough people because they didn't really vote on the economy like we thought they would two weeks ago. But by the time we get to 2024, this election is going to be different in 2024 because we're going to be in a full-blown recession. Gas prices will be up again. Food's still going up. We're probably going to have food shortages. Who knows what we're going to have, but there's going to be a problem. And hopefully – We haven't had a nuclear war by then because the Democrats and the establishment Republicans are trying to get us in a war with Russia so bad that they can taste it. And that'll be another show for another time. But for now, hold your heads up because we have somebody, not just one person in Trump, we have Ron DeSantis. And Ron DeSantis is about half the age of Trump, which is another thing. I'm, I'm, look, I'm just being honest. This is an honest assessment from On Point with Victor. Ron DeSantis is half the age of Donald Trump, and that's going to be attractive to Republican voters because you've got MAGA and you've got Young. And if you put Young together with MAGA, then America will be in great shape. So, folks, keep your heads up high. There are good things to come for this country. We are Americans. Don't ever forget it. And we'll see you next week. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.